Well, hey there, podcast listeners. Today we have a special treat because the one and only Ryan Manz is in the studio with us, and we're talking about how to manage your anger issues. Ryan, uh, not everyone has heard the story. Why don't you just start with your most recent anger management challenge? Can you do that? Well, it, it, is my wife listening to this? So <laughs> let's let's just back up and go to maybe like a road rage one instead. Okay. So, yeah, some time ago I was I was driving. It was a hot summer day, and I'm waiting to turn left. I'm stuck in the middle of an intersection, and so I'm waiting for the guy in front of me to turn left, and he's really concerned about safety. He's not going anywhere, and I'm getting angry. I'm like, come on, man, let's go, and the, the light turns red, and we're still out there, and uh, so he finally turns, and then the guy I'm blocking starts honking at me and waving at me and different gestures, and... Uh, <laughs> Now I'm really, I'm really angry. I'm even angrier right now. I'm not angry at the guy who caused this. Now I'm just angry at the guy who's angry at me. And uh, and I turned left, and I'm thinking, you know, I'd like to pull over, maybe chase him down, and give him a little piece of my mind. And uh, you know, some colorful language came to mind. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't come to mind. I mean, it came out of my mouth. <laughs> well, this is a family show, so I'm glad that you did not repeat that. Mm. Um, what is it? Where's this anger coming from, Ryan? <laughs> Let's. I want you to lay back there on that couch, and I want you to tell me where is this anger? You know, there are probably men listening into this. Totally, I know I can relate to this. Some guys really relate to this. Not that women can't have anger issues, but I think probably men have a have a problem with this more. What 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 gives? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I I guess it's a trigger, right? So something mm-hmm. triggers us, and then. Uh, we condition ourselves to respond in certain ways, and sometimes those ways aren't aren't very productive. Mm. What I think what's interesting, is, especially about driving in a car, is that for some reason we get this armor around us. Or there's a sense of anonymity, you know, kind of like people on social media behind mm-hmm. a keyboard. Now they're just blasting people where they would never do that, you know, one on one or in person. So I, I, when I I don't I hate Christmas shopping. My wife's birthday is is two days after Christmas, so I have to do a lot of Christmas shopping in mm-hmm. December. And you get in the mall, and people are everywhere. And people will just stop right in front of you when you're walking through the mall, or they'll cut you off. And we never grab them and go, hey, you, you know, whatever you want to say to them, right? We don't flip them off. We don't yeah. run around them and then stop right in front of them, all this, the road rage things that we do. So you're saying the car is like a, is like a special shield? It's kind of like social media. You, you, would do, you would say stuff on social media that you never say to someone's face. Well, I wouldn't, Ryan. But uh, yeah, but people do, right? Yeah, yeah. Just scroll down to the comments at any given news article, uh, and and you'll see that. What does that say about the guys who actually get out of their car? Is that a whole different level? I admire those guys. <laughs> I did that one time. Oh, you did. My, I had a guy that was endangering. I remember my son was three or four years old. Yeah, he was sitting in the back seat, and he was this guy was this guy had road rage in front of me and he was, he was like stopping and messing, like messing with me. And it was putting my son in danger. So when we got to the next light, I for real got, and I wouldn't probably do this again. Yeah. I actually got out of my car and went up to this guy to his window and I didn't yell or anything. I actually just said, dude, my three-year-old son is in my car and he was an older guy. I said, do you have grandsons? And you could just see the look on his face, like he he actually felt bad. He I I, w- I didn't know if he was gonna pull a gun on me. Yeah. But when I got up to the window, I saw he was just an older guy, 
And so I decided to use that tact, and I, I think it might have changed his life. I'm sure it did. I'm yeah. sure it did. Uh, so would that have changed your life if one of these guys would have gotten out of the car and come up to you and said, dude, take a chill pill? Uh, well, interestingly enough, uh, when, I was, uh, when, when I was probably about 18 years old, I, I got in a head-on collision. And uh, so the following week, I was driving, and I was you know, a little hypersensitive to how people were, were driving, and, yeah. and a guy cut me off. And I honked the horn and, uh, and showed him he was number one, and he got out of the car. <laughs> you showed him he was... Yeah, yeah. So he so he comes up to my window and he's a great he was a great big guy, you know, and I'm you know, eighteen years old, I probably weighed 170, 175 pounds and, and uh he gave me a piece of his mind and, and, and I shared with him I had just been in a wreck. I didn't appreciate the way he was driving and, and uh yeah, he threatened to hit me and call me some, some, some names and he got back in his car and uh it, it didn't change either one of our lives. <laughs> uh, you know, what changes me is this is so helpful. I'll get in the car with my, my father who is just a happy, just a happy guy. So when he gets, he's not in a rush to go anywhere. He is just driving. If he's talking with someone, he's just having a conversation. He might be kind of, you know, driving over under the shoulder a little bit. Mm -hmm. And he's going, you know, five miles an hour under the speed limit. And I, I'm sitting there in the car with my dad having this conversation with him, looking at the, at the speedometer thinking, if I was behind you right now, I think I'd be riding your tail and honking. <laughs> and it's good for me to think. Maybe this is the, maybe this is the, the, the gem for our podcast listeners. Yeah. It's good for me to think about that. This literally just happened to me the other day. After my dad drove me somewhere, and then I get – and I'm uh, half an hour later driving somewhere else, and I'm riding someone's tail. And yeah. then I remembered this could be my dad. He's a good guy. He's the better person, not me. Yeah. And maybe that's the key for guys like us, Ryan, is we need to remember the guy in front of us who's just taking a Sunday drive, maybe maybe they're the better people, not us. Well, I, I think, too, that it's unrealistic for us to expect people aren't going to drive. Everyone's got a different driving style, and I think it's right. Yeah. You know, what kills me is when, I, when I'm going down the road and then someone comes off a side street and turns left in front of me and I've got to slow down. Yeah. And so – Right after braking, the first thing I do is I look in my rearview mirror, and there better not, there better be a row of cars behind me. If a guy needs, is in a hurry and there's a ton of cars, I get it. If I'm the only guy coming down the road and this guy jumps out in front of me, I always look in the mirror and go, "What? There's no one. There's nobody else even coming. What are you doing?" Right. So, so I've had to reset and just go, "Listen, this is just going to happen. I, I should just expect it." So now I have a little bit different reaction. So is is that what maybe that maybe you just hit on it right there? Is it expectations that we guys like us we've got higher expectations for other people? We expect that they're going to drive the car like we drive the car. They're gonna they're gonna take just the just the chances, right? I, I'm I'm with you that I've, I see a guy that jumps out in front of me. I can respect that because I would do that too if there's a line of cars. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I get what you're saying. So maybe that's maybe part of the problem is we're only looking at the world through our own filter and we're judging others by by the standards we would use to judge ourselves is that part of the th i'm just trying to dig down on this ryan for our podcast listeners because some men are like are these guys going to get to a point here i'm getting angry right now because yeah. they're just they're just talking but what's the point how do i fix this this is why my wife's having me listen to this podcast because so so the, here's the point. The point is that we've got to have a couple of tools to be able to deal with the anger, right? Yep. 
I mean, we all recognize when we get angry. So I think for me, one of the big steps is not to ruminate it, not to ruminate on it. Yeah. Because that's what we do. We think about it over and over and over and over again, right? So you've got a cow. Cows like to eat. they got three stomachs, so they love eating. And so what do they do? They chew this grass, and then they swallow it, and then they regurgitate it, and they keep chewing on it. We, they, we call it chewing the cud, right? Mm-hmm. Over and over again. And when we get angry, we do the same thing. We go, oh, that guy just cut me off, or maybe my spouse said something to me I don't like, or my boss said something I don't like. And then we drive home on the entire drive home, mm-hmm. role-playing that conversation that we'd like to have in our heads, thinking about what they said, thinking about how we wanted to react, why didn't I say this, should have said that. So step one is just not ruminating. We got we to gotta let those things go. I think that's a good visual, Ryan. Uh, uh, all the men out there, next time you get angry, I want you to close your eyes, count to 10, and I want you to get a picture of a cow <laughs> chewing the cud, which is really gross, by the way, to think, yeah, that all they're doing, isn't, isn't it just this – they threw it back up in their mouth and yeah. they're chewing on it. Yeah. And and that's that's gross. I think that's it. Uh, I think that's the solution we were looking for, Ryan. I think the wives will be happy now. Good. Because the men aren't going to be uh, – they're not going to have any anger problems anymore. We don't need therapists. Well, I think step two is not letting your wife drive <laughs> and you won't get angry. Okay, so let's 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 just – Take just a little bit of a deeper dive on this. What do you get angry at your wife about? Oh, the way she drives. <laughs> uh, okay. What? 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 I, well, I'm not going to put what I get mad about. My listen. <laughs> my we're all, we've already decided we're not letting her listen into this podcast. <laughs> but what? You know, I'm just thinking. Some guys are out there listening. You right now, they're feeling this this tremendous sense of conviction, mm. and and they're like, man, this is this is going to change me. You know, and I. But but let's just go. Let's just peel this peel this onion back just a little bit more because it's not just driving, right? Some guys have problems not just in the car. It's when they get home, yeah, and they got anger issues there. You, can you relate to that? Well, or no? yeah. So I've got three kids, yeah. and, and one's one's the youngest. She's little. She's not that little. <laughs> uh, but but sometimes folks have a tendency, not naming any names here, to treat the youngest one like they're still a baby. Oh. Uh, right hmm. and they get away with a lot and it can be disruptive in the house when people are maybe wanting a little peace or other kids are trying to do homework or that type of thing and so yeah that could be a, an issue from time to time so which one's you which kid is your favorite then so your wife's favorite is the youngest what about your favorite yeah i don't i don't have a favorite <laughs> but how do you respond are you are, are you would you say you're you have a shorter fuse with your wife or a longer fuse with compared to yeah i think we i think in general people have a shorter fuse with people they love than people that they barely know mm. or co-workers right because you're not and even as a boss you're not going to walk in I, I mean if you're a decent boss you're not going to walk in and just holler at somebody that's working with you or for you yeah uh, but at home you can right you just snap you're trying to listen to a tv show or the game and you've yeah. had enough of uh somebody's counting warning the child and counting the five and nothing happens at five and then the count just starts over again right somebody we're not naming names still but yeah, let's just saying. say it was tracy and, and your and your kids yeah so <laughs> so okay so then so in, in a marital situation how would you recommend that a husband deal with his anger issues well i think you know first first we need to take a, a deep breath so we're called to be slow to anger right yeah and we have to realize uh, the power our words have. Hmm. And so I think it's good, to, number one, just to take a step back, hold back, and, and not release the first thing that comes to mind. Hmm. 
our kids are kind of like mirrors. I don't know if your kids have ever done this, but my son, I'll see his short fuse because impatience and anger goes with that. That's kind of my, it's my vice. That's mm -hmm. my thing. That's probably the area that I, I just need to keep growing in and I'll see it now in my 15 year old son, you know? Yeah. And I think, well, he didn't, he didn't learn that from my wife. That's really not how she is. He learned it from me. So yeah. it's interesting because for me, I see I see how ugly it is when I see it in my son, um, and and it's really a mirror for me to realize that's that's me. He, yeah, isn't that fun when you see him do something that you know they learned from you, and you're like, oh. I just wonder if some guys are out there listening right now. We're, one of the things we're trying to do here is be a little transparent because I I know for a lot of guys, they've got they've got a little too much pride, a little too much ego, and that's what that's really what keeps them from getting past their anger issue or their drinking issue or whatever issue they have. Right. And so I just want to, I want to encourage anyone, any guys, especially who are, who are listening to this say, Hey, look in the mirror. And if, if you recognize this, like Ryan and I have, uh, this has been really cathartic, Ryan, like we've admitted that we've got some of these issues. Uh, I think one of the things you need to understand this, this dawned on me is when I, when I'm in that mode, and I'm angry, and I, or I'm just in a bad mood that day, or whatever. I I know I can tell. It's like the rest of the family is like huddling together, like you know, fending for themselves because dad's that dad is he well dad's in the mode. Yeah. And when I get when I finally get out of the mode, then then the kids will talk about it. Ooh, yeah, man, good. You're back now, huh, dad? Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, I've seen that happen even at work. You know, yeah. uh, you you come in the office and people can tell by your demeanor. Yeah, yeah. If you're upset, maybe something's going on in your personal life, or just something happened on the road, uh, or whatever. But you come in and it's something, maybe something has been bothering you about work. Mm -hmm. So all night long, you thought about it in the morning. You're thinking about how you're going to address this thing, and yep. you come in sort of ready for battle. Yep. And even if you think you're masking it, if you're not letting go of that anger, people are sensing that and they pick up on it. And I've had people stay away from me <laughs> and come around you know nine or ten o'clock is it safe to come in your office and i'll go what yeah of course what do you mean right oh you just seem really angry and i'm like i didn't even talk to anybody what are you, what are you talking about yep. oh i can just tell by the way you look so yeah you can put you you definitely can put off a vibe yeah the thing about anger is it's it's, it's really pretty useless right you yeah. know you, you're never you're never glad you got angry you never go, man, because I got angry, I solved this problem. Mm -hmm. And usually we're angry because we aren't solving a problem. Mm -hmm. So if that's our first response, it's, it's typically making things worse. Mm -hmm. So we've got to take a moment to say, all right, well, I just I need to come up with a solution and how am I going to handle this differently than my, my, my first initial reaction. Yeah, and I think with get with guys in, in mind, I like that you say it's useless because I think a lot most guys I know are pragmatic. They're practical guys. So guys, take a step back and realize your anger, it's worse than useless. It's, I would say it's even, it's harmful, right? Um, you're, you're, you're creating an environment where people aren't going to talk to you, where they're not going to feel free to have a relationship with you, whether it's your, right. your, your uh, employees or your coworkers or your kids at home or your wife. It's, 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 it's worse than useless, right? It's, it can be, it can be harmful. And, and so I, I think, again, I, I think, Ryan, would you agree that this, the necessary ingredient, I think, for most men then is to, is to humble themselves, to, to uh, be teachable, to be willing to look in the mirror and say, I, I got a problem. I'm going to admit it.
Yeah, absolutely. I think we also have to realize what the consequences of the anger are, of our anger are going to be, right? Mm-hmm. And count those. Well, if I act this way, what's what's going to happen? For instance, if I pull over and go smack a guy in the face or mm-hmm. whatnot, it's not going to go over well, right? <laughs> You're going to go to jail. You might hurt somebody. I mean, people have punched people and and caused serious harm or even killed people, right? right? right. There was that that kid playing soccer, yep. punched the ref and took that father out. Yep. Family had no father. Yep. Right, and he probably just thought, "Oh, I'm just going to te- teach this ref a lesson, and it's not going to be a big deal." And it changed everybody's life, including his own, in a, in a, in a horrible way. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that we've definitely got to take a look at, at what the consequences are. So here's here's about let's bottom line this, Ryan, for especially for the guys out there. Anger. I think the reason the guys have to figure out how to deal with their anger issues is because of its destructive impact on relationships. Because it's not right. It's not just about driving in a car with someone you're never going to see again or you're not in relationship with that's that's kind of a funny example but the real where the real hurt comes in is when it's at home when it's at work you know when it's with your kids yeah right exactly i think that when when we get angry with people originally we talked about ruminating right we get stuck on it we keep thinking about it so so obviously that's harmful we're not in the right frame of mind but then so the second byproduct of that is that we tend to exaggerate um sort of what that that um uh, what do you want to call it offenses right. in our minds right whatever made you angry right yeah. right so let's say it's our one of our loved ones and and now we're going well they don't care about me yeah. they, if they if they cared about me they wouldn't have done this yeah and so we may even get even more extreme and go well i don't want anything to do with this relationship yeah. i don't want anything to do with this job now uh, because we're in that sort of destructive mode of thinking, that angry mode of thinking, um, rather than taking a moment and saying, okay, well, hold on. This doesn't define the relationship. Yeah. This doesn't define my performance at work. Uh, you may have someone that cares for you a lot, does a lot of things for you around the house, shows their love in a lot of different ways, but they let you down. They disappointed you in this one instance. And uh, when we're angry, we, we sort of just define the entire relationship with that one instance when we, when we go down that, that road, if you will. Yeah, and I'm going to give I'm gonna give everybody listening uh, this great nugget that my wife uh, taught me, and we do this all the time in our mentoring and counseling relationships. She said, listen, instead of getting angry, she said, just use your words. And it, it, this great phrase, if no, nobody's ever used it, sounds a little cheesy, but instead of getting angry and popping off, you just say, hey, here's how I feel. I feel like I feel like whatever. I feel blank because blank. You're not pointing fingers. You're not flying off the handle. You're not getting angry. You're just you're using an I feel because statement. Here's how I feel. Because a lot of times, I know for a lot of guys, one of the reasons they get angry is because they don't know how to articulate you know, what's going on or what they're feeling or why they're ticked off. And instead of kind of approaching it level-headed and saying, hey, let's have a conversation about it, they feel powerless sometimes Yeah. and out of control. And anger is the... Anger is the only thing that the only option they have. It's kind of like my mm-hmm. son when he was little, before he could talk, he, I mean, he would throw things and get angry. And Tracy would always <laughs> say, AJ, use your words, use your words. Don't, don't, don't throw a tantrum, use your words. And I think a lot of guys have never learned how to use their words. And so anger is a thing that masks this inability to communicate in a healthy way. Yeah, absolutely. I think we also need to pick the time and place. And I think a yeah. lot of times for guys, it's now. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do this now. Yep. Um, you know, one of my favorite quotes is Anthony Robbins. And he says, you, you get what you tolerate. Right? Mm. So it's, if we flip that on and go, I'm not going to tolerate this. <laughs> oh, 
I'm going to go handle this right now. Yeah. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. Um, it's successfully most of the times. So yeah. Most of the times we need to take a step back. I, I like to give some stuff time, even yeah. a day. I'm going okay, I'm going to come back to this in a day and see how I feel. Right. A lot of times we just take right to the keyboard and fire off a, a, an email in oh, response yeah. to something, right? Or a text. Yeah. And people get in these text wars and these email wars that are never ending. I've seen it in business. Hmm. And the lesson I've learned is, I'm, all right, if, I, if I'm angry, I'm not going to text or email. I'm going to pick up the phone or I'm going to wait 24 hours. And just I'll let this subside and see how I feel. And, and then I'll come and, uh, and address it later. And I find that's much more effective. One of the rules that my that my wife and I said is we said, listen, if we if we're ever in the middle of a fight or we're having this we're having it out on some topic usually related to parenting anymore, if if one of us calls time out because you just you feel like you're about to blow your top, I think that's a good technique. Is you can call time out, but I think it's important that if if you call time out, it's your responsibility to call time back in. You can't just call time out to walk away from it and not deal with it. Because that's just all you're going to do is is bottle it up even more. It's going to be more explosive when it does come out. Yeah. So call time out if you need to, but then use your words. Call time back in and deal with it. Yeah, I think that's a good tip. And I've seen that in business as well. Mm-hmm. People disagree. Hey, why don't let's table this. Let's come back to it. So, Brian, sum it up for us. So, guys pulled over on the side of the road beside himself. Yeah. Wondering how he's going to address his anger issues in his life. Step one. I think step one is to go back and listen to this podcast and take notes this time because we just said three or four things that anyone could benefit from, from looking in the mirror, you know, and, and admitting you were wrong, uh, sitting down and actually, you know, uh, getting rid of your pride and having a conversation with that person, with your spouse, with, with your boss, you know, whatever. Um, I think there's a lot of things that people can take away from this. Uh, but maybe the best thing for them to do is just hit rewind and listen to it again. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Make sure you tune in more to flextalk.org. We'll see you again on the next podcast.